Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Good Paul day, Lawrence good day. Vann. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and glad you could be with me today. And I hope you're having a great day and your week will be just wonderful. Thanks for being with me today. And I'm going to talk about a topic today that is very interesting here in America. And it has to do with the stimulus negotiations that are taking place and what may or may not happen. It looks as though a Congresswoman and Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, uh, she has a deadline for Tuesday, October the 20th for the White House, as well as the US Senate uh, to come to terms. Otherwise it may be too late to negotiate a, a bailout plan and or a stimulus plan by the election date. We're close to about two weeks now before the actual election takes place. And yet uh, the people who are voting and the people who are impacted by COVID-19 and this pandemic are under duress because businesses closed, which they had no choice. It wasn't their fault that they closed because of the projection of the number of fatalities that may occur. And it's bad enough that we're at about 220 million people now, but 220,000 people now. But what I want to say is this, is that something must be done, should be done, and hopefully will be done. Because when you have an entire economy of, in a citizenship of roughly 330 million people, that's a lot of people impacted. Again, it's no fault of their own. It's no fault of the government either. However, uh, when it comes to leadership, something must be done. Um, we can go on and people can debate it. You know, it's not an issue about what side of the aisle, if it's Republican or Democrat, nothing to do with that. It has more to do with the welfare and the well-being of the human beings that are involved. And as I stated, uh, come mid-March, the decision was made to pretty much shut down the government and businesses closed, schools closed, uh, employees uh, became remote workers. And so they worked from home as best they could. And then uh, people started to receive unemployment checks. But of course, that's not sufficient to cover them in the event of a, a disaster such as this. Uh, so people are having challenges with their lodging, being able to make their mortgage payments, being able to make rent payments. And then you have children who typically are physically in school and they're home uh, with their parents and they're performing online uh, schooling as best they can. And again, remember, it's no fault of their own. And uh, as a result of this, uh, we have just a lot of people that are hurting. So let's start looking at right now, uh, what are the members of the leadership teams going to do? The US House of Representatives led by Nancy Pelosi, she did in fact vote on and sent, and it was approved by the House of Representatives and they sent their second stimulus uh, budget and plan to the US Senate. 
which is led by Mitch McConnell, and it sit on his desk in June, July, August. And then about late August to early September, there was discussions about taking a look at that second stimulus. And of course, uh, the White House had to intervene as well because they had the Treasury Se Secretary Mnuchin, who was negotiating on behalf of the president, because we have the, the um, two uh, levels of government and are two branches where the Congress and, and the White House. Of course, the Supreme Court is not involved in it, but we have the two branches of government that are working towards this agreement and through these negotiations. And it has literally become a tug of war. And initially the Democrats led by Congresswoman P Pelosi, they had a package in at about 3 trillion because they believe that it will cover the things that are necessary for different industry to include the uh, auto industry, to include the airline industry, for the hotel industry, for schools, for bridges, uh, you name it, it pretty much covered every aspect. And it also covered that aspect of unemployment uh, to be able to cover the employees who are suffering. And there have been initiatives taken on by the property management companies where they extended the amount of time and period of time that people could pay back the amounts that they owe. Likewise, for the mortgage companies and the, the mortgage lenders, they also negotiated to extend that time frame. Well, we're about seven, maybe eight months into the stimulus now, and people really can't wait any longer. People are suffering. Food lines are as long. Some people have gone back to work, but it's still not safe. Some schools have gone back, but it's not safe. There's been no vaccine uh, thus far, and it looks like we won't see one until maybe middle of 2021 and are a little bit longer, maybe next year this time. So what is one to do? What is a country to do? The quote unquote most powerful country in the world. And we need to negotiate to at least help out some of the people. And the reason why is because since there's no vaccine that has been uh, proven yet or proved yet, then there are going to be more people who are going to become fatalities of it and there are more infections. And, and with fact, we're centered in about 38 to 40 uh, different states now where the numbers are going back up. So we're going through the second and even in some cases, the third wave of infections as well as fatalities. And without a stimulus plan to help offset the healthcare industry, the medical community, uh, dentistry, uh, visual, optical, all of the industries, uh, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to suffer even more. And uh, with the holidays coming up, the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays coming up, people like to get together. So there's a likelihood if people do not maintain control. Uh, we're going to see another spike in the fatalities, infections, as well as uh, people losing their lives. And so something must and should be done. I want to ask you, those of you who are listening, what do you think should be done? And I would really encourage you to email me 
uh, perhaps with some of your suggestions, do so at info at paulvanspeaks.com. That's I-N-F-O, the at symbol, P-A-U-L, V as in Victor, A-N-N-S-P-E-A-K-S dot C-O-M. Info at paulvanspeaks.com or simply give me a call. I'd, I'd love to entertain a conversation with you at toll-free 800-341-6719. And uh, this is a very uh, important issue. Uh, I know my two children, they're uh, performing online schooling and they're doing it from home. And typically as a speaker or trainer, I would typically uh, go to live events. And uh, now that uh, the, the mandatory uh, protocol, safety protocols are out there. I can't do that, but I can do it virtually because I've set up my platform now where I can do it on Zoom or, or any of the other uh, virtual platforms that are out there. And um, so I'm not as limited as I was before. So I made that pivot with my company, Wealth Building Academy LLC, uh, to be able to perform speaking and our uh, training uh, online. And so uh, that's part of what I do, but I would love to hear from you to see what you have to say uh, in regards to what, what should be done. Now, I understand uh, being fiscally um, strong and, and, and decisive uh, in normal times, I can see that, but these are not normal times. Uh, when you have more people who have died from a pandemic than people have died in not one war, but two to three wars in total, then you know you have a major problem. And that's what we have now. And we can't uh, look at herd immunity as being the answer because the fatalities don't recognize and the pandemic doesn't recognize that. The pandemic is looking for hosts, which is your body, and it wants to stay alive. And it is not... Uh, what you would call a um, uh, something that uh, recognizes human human uh, frailty. It it looks for a even a healthy body, and it injects itself in you through the air because we know it's airborne, mm -hmm. and it just to stay alive. It's going to use your body until you otherwise pass away. So that's the bad part, and the good part should be that human beings, we lay down uh, party preference and party allegiance for the good of the citizens, because it's the citizens in whom the legislative and executive branch serves. And if they're not uh, doing their jobs, mm -hmm. then perhaps they need to be replaced and get someone in who will uh, do what's right. And so uh, oftentimes what we find is is that the politics is taking uh, control of things, whereas it really should not. It should be, well, what do we do to take care of our citizens? That's number one as a leader. You have to take care of the citizens, the people who voted you into office and the people that you're supposed to serve. And I can understand negotiations being what they are, but in, in uh, looking at this in retrospect, uh, when uh, Nancy Pelosi and the House of Representatives voted and passed their bills, which is called the, I believe, the uh, CARES Act, 
that should have been addressed no later than June, a month later. But since Senator McConnell decided he's not going to take it up for consideration, then it did nothing. And now they're in the 13th hour trying to come up with a decision that affects over 300 million people or more, because a lot of things that happen in this country also have an impact on other countries as well. And so uh, when we look back at this, what will history state? History will automatically state there was a lack of leadership. There was a leadership void. There was no um, uniting for the good of the country as example. For example, when we looked at the 9-11 incident that occurred with the World Trade Center, the Pentagon in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, there was a uniting of both political parties for the good of all the citizens at that time. And with this current leadership, we don't see that. We know there's an election coming up. And uh, since the election is coming up, uh, and we're roughly two weeks before the election day, and we know we have early voting and write-in ballots. However, uh, when it comes to the major day that people will vote, it would probably take place on November the 3rd. And with this being the case, there's such a sharp divide between the House, U.S. House, the U.S. Senate, and of course, the executive branch. And uh, the Senate Republicans believe that the $1.8 billion that's currently before the executive branch and both houses of Congress is too much. But if they go with the 1.8, it will not cover the things that are necessary uh, to take care of people. And uh, some, of it, some of it consists of uh, coronavirus testing, um, child tax credit, and even the census count. So there are things in there that should be covered that aren't. And um, so what, what we see is there's a possibility that the uh, House, the Senate Republicans may vote for half that amount, which of course would be uh, basically what we call a skinny bill. And that skinny bill uh, would, would be a fruitless effort and uh, it would not be uh, a good situation. So uh, the deadline is for Tuesday, which is October the 20th. And of course the election day is November the 30th. So that's roughly 15 days away. And there'll be some discussions today. And then uh, I guess Congresswoman Pelosi believes that Tuesday would be the last date because the members of Congress will all likelihood go back to their congressional districts and to their states as the election time draws near. That's typically what they do. I worked on Capitol Hill for a year and, and uh, I experienced that when I was up there, they will leave and nothing will get done. There will be no dialogue and we will go into the election with people suffering and it will have an impact on who people vote for. Because in many cases, some people don't have anything because no one plans for a pandemic. You don't, and I don't either. So uh, what we have it here is there's a possibility that the Republican senators may break with Trump 
because they may be fearing their own reelection may be at stake. However, that may also mean that a lot of them may be voted out of office. So they very well may not back President Trump on the proposing a big bill. So um, there's a lot more that's that's at stake, but uh, we'll find out on October the 20th whether or not the legislation comes to the floor of the uh, Senate and whether or not it will be considered, and if so, how much. So uh, that's that's kind of what's taking place, and I wanted to share this with you all. And uh, the families out there, they really do need some help. And uh, if the House Republicans decide to go with the quote unquote skinny bill, um, it, it may not uh, be approved or it may be blocked by the Democrats. And thus that will leave it in such a way that the people who are hurt would not be the members of Congress or members of the White House, it would be the citizens themselves. And so that's kind of what we're um, looking at here in the United States. And um, it's just uh, unfortunate that they can't come together for the good of the people. So uh, that's where we are. And I just wanted to discuss this and uh, just let you know what's coming down the pike, but keep your eyes out for October the 20th and whether or not a bill will be passed and there will be an additional uh, stimulus that will come to, to your house and help your family out, help your business out and more. So again, my name is host Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. And uh, I would love to hear from you. Again, just email me at info at paulvanspeaks.com or give me a call at toll-free 800-341-6719. And I also want to let you know that uh, we're offering sponsorship opportunities for guest experts who are, excuse me, like to uh, be interviewed and receive one live read commercial, be interviewed and also receive some uh, social media promotions from us uh, and from me and uh, also, we have a 30-day, a level two 30-day branding and promotion package that uh, you may be uh, interested in as well. But get in contact with me. I'd love to hear from you. Hope you have a great week. And I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. And yes, we have more and more guests coming up. And uh, tomorrow, we're going to have an amazing guest. Uh, by the name of Monique Caradine uh, Kitchens. And she's going to be talking about uh, uh, how to empower people to become their best at generating revenue and uh, leading their business. She's an author and uh, she's doing some great things. And I look forward to you all uh, listening to her episode here in the next day or so. So have a great day. My time is up and I thank you for yours. Uh, my name is Paul Lawrence Van and I host Wealth Academy Podcast. Have a great day, everyone. And you always deserve the best. Enjoy your day. Thank you for and listening. goodbye for now. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. 
Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 